morning, gentlemen. Welcome back. Coming to you live from the Summerton Community Kailo of Summerton, Philadelphia. Continuing with Evan Shlema. So we had a, uh, a a gap morning yesterday, but let's pick up from where we left off two mornings ago. Monday morning we began Simon Tess over here, paragraph Tess and Perakut Aleph, the last paragraph, the last parak of Evan Shlema. Again, on the topic of Geula, the Gain's discussion and treatments of of the future eventual Geula, redemption, what that's going to look like, all the, the details, what to know about it, and what to know about what the, those times and, uh, and, and, and world events, what will, will be going on, what things will look like going in, approaching Geula, what we need to know about that. And in um, continuing over here and seeing what the guy has to say on the topic, let's, let's go back to the beginning of Tess. So we, we were in the middle of Tess last time we began Tess. And uh, we did a, the, 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 the quick read-through from beginning to end. When we went back, we started analyzing it. Let, let, let's see it again. Let's see it in, in its entirety again, just to get back into things and uh, try to build up further. We'll review and remind ourselves what we saw last time on Monday, and then we'll take it further. So again, the guy says like this. In every generation... <clears throat> there is a different midah, different attribute, different characteristic of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's character traits of all the different the, the different uh, interfaces and, 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 and ways of conducting himself with us that Hashem has, the different midahs, the different attributes. So in every door, the guy tells us an interesting idea. Every generation, there's a different attribute that, that is the the predominant one for that generation, the one that, that, that is uh, more pronounced, more concentrated from HaKadosh Baruch Hu's midas for that generation, that makes a number <coughs> of effects down here. <coughs> so there's a different midah of HaKadosh Baruch Hu that's coming down, and that shows up in the nature of humanity in that generation, and the nature of Klaisol in that generation, and the nature of our leaders in that generation. So the guy said a very fascinating idea. You could have a generation of door where the, the, the Midah, the Hanhaga of Hashem is more pronounced, is going to be, let's say, the attribute of Din, of exactitude, of judgment. That will show up down here in the <clears throat> masses, in the nations, and in Klaisal, and in specifically the leaders of the nation, nations, the leaders of those masses, the leaders of Klaisal, will be a generation that's led more by people who have a tendency towards din, towards the midah of din. Their, 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 their countries will have that tendency. Their flocks will have that tendency. And <clears throat> as with every midah we saw last time, there is given to us the ability to channel that properly or improperly. In other words, just because this generation has a midah of din doesn't mean it's going to be disastrous. It's going to be a generation of belligerence, of war. It's going to be a generation of of conflict and strife. No, din can be channeled properly as well. Yes, a leader that has a predisposition towards din can misuse that, can abuse that, can lead his country to war and, and, and ravage um, his, his, his nation. It can create havoc and chaos, but it can also be used to, to elevate 
to, to build people up. I can use din to bring out greatness in people. I can use the midah of harshness and exactitude to, to create demands on people in a very healthy and productive way. So it can always be channeled one way or the other, even if the midah is dead. Chesed also, chesed can be used, chesed can be abused. If it's a, a generation where the more concentrated midah of HaKadosh Baruch is coming down, is, let's say chesed is rachamim, kindness, compassion, and mercy, that can and needs to be certainly channeled properly, can also be channeled improperly. Chesed that, 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 that uh, goes off produces bad results. Yes, as we just said, this is, this, that midah determines how Hashem is going to relate to that generation and how that generation itself will look. Because this is where we were up to last time. Everything is contained in the Torah. All, 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 all of the midas of not just the midas of Hashem, the full range of Hashem's midas, but the full sequence of world history and Jewish history, really what every generation is going to receive from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that is contained in the Torah itself. If you know how to learn the Torah properly, you know how to interpret the Torah properly, you know how to put the Torah together properly, you can really come away with that template, that that um, map, that maps out world history from beginning the beginning of creation to, to to the end of time, the end of days to Mashiach times, and be able to figure out from the Torah, extrapolate from the Torah itself the different hanhagas of Hashem that will be there in every generation. This is the Pshat in the Chazal that say, Hashem showed Adam Rishon Chazal tell us every future generation what they were going to look like and their leaders, and Avram was also showed every future generation and their leaders. So the simplistic Pshat in that is, it was like a prophecy, it was a nevuah that Hashem granted them what the future events of world history are going to look like and every particular leader, every respective leader. The guy has a very interesting take on this. As the guy, it wasn't prophecy. What does it mean that Hashem shows him? It means they were able to extract it and extrapolate it from the Torah itself. The Torah is part and parcel of <clears throat> Hashem's wisdom. It's, it's uh, an aspect, a revelation of Hashem's essence. And... Says the guy, almost like a, a pidrush, a more of an allegorical pshat in that Gemara. But the guy is saying what the Gemara means to say, the correct interpretation of the Gemara, is they were able to extrapolate from the Torah itself. Their knowledge of the Torah, Adam Rishon and, and Avram, gave them the ability to have this insight, to be able to extrapolate from the Torah the particular respective Mida, what is going to be the, the, the prominent and pronounced um, attribute and Hanhog of Hashem that's going to be there and present in every generation, and therefore what every generation is going to look like, and therefore what the leaders of the, that generation will look like, because everything is, is interconnected and intertwined. So what does it mean? Let, let's stop here for a moment. What does it mean that it's there in the Torah, and you can extrapolate it from the Torah itself? In the Torah itself, you see, you know, future history and world events, and what every dar is going to look like, means a very interesting idea. Uh, again, another very fascinating idea. <clears throat> we know there's, a, there's an idea, Chazal says, that Hashem looked into the Torah and created the world. And we, as we've said many, many, many times, that doesn't mean <clears throat> that the Torah is a blueprint for the world. doesn't mean that if you want to make a world, you know what's the recipe, where you're going to find the recipe and the ingredients, look in the Torah, and the Torah is what gives us that, um, that insight. Um, no, that's not what that means at all. It means rather <clears throat> that Hashem has a Torah. The Torah comes first, and the Torah comes last. The Torah is really what Hakadosh Baruch Hu wants, being that the Torah, as we said, is a certain revealed um, 
projected aspect of Hakadosh Baruch Hu's essence. <clears throat> it's linked to, to, to with, with Hashem's chachma, Hashem's wisdom and knowledge, which is part and parcel with Hashem Himself. That's what the Torah is. Is the closest thing that we can get to Hashem's essence itself. Hashem has this aspect of Himself, this Torah, and He wants it to show up. Hashem wants to be able to reveal Himself to something outside of Himself, and so Hashem creates a world to reveal Himself to a to a a, a uh, environment that's been created outside of Himself. The purpose of the Torah is to reveal, uh, I'm sorry, the purpose of the world is to reveal the Torah. The purpose of the world is to have a, <clears throat> a, um, a, uh, in, a, a canvas, a canvas within which the Torah can show up. That's the purpose of this world. So that means anything that's in this world is there because an aspect of the Torah can show up over there. And if that was not the case, it wouldn't be in existence. The Torah gets their first and the Torah gets their last, and the world is there to allow the Torah to be fully revealed, to be for the Torah to be fully present. And that's what it's talk about Raiso Amis. So if you want to know, if you want to rather not know, you want to create an environment which is there for the sole purpose of allowing the Torah to show up, to be present, you have to look in the Torah. And every detail in the Torah has to have a place where it can show up. And that means <clears throat> By definition, every aspect of this world is only there because it provides a, 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 an easel, it provides a canvas for some aspect, some detail to try to show up. And if it didn't allow some detail to try to show up, to to show up it wouldn't be here. So if you know the right way of looking at things, you can, theoretically speaking, reverse engineer the Torah from looking at the universe. If you know the right way of looking at life, the universe, and everything, you can look, indeed, at life, the universe, and everything, and you can reverse engineer the Torah from that because any area, aspect, and detail within the entire gamut and range of creation is only there because <clears throat> it's there to reveal some aspect of the Torah. This is what Avram Avinu was able to do. And this is an idea we've shared in the past, but let's take that now. That's in terms of... <clears throat> excuse me. That's in terms of um, space. In terms of time, it's the same thing. Every era of history, you know, the world is a complicated place, and <clears throat> there's world events that unfold and unfurl themselves, and conflicts and strifes, and times of peace, and times of war, times of famine, and times of plenty. There's a time and a place for everything. But part of that, is as well the same way that every aspect of the Torah, in terms of space, and existence is there to give rise to some aspect of Torah. All world events are also there <coughs> in order for the Torah to show up in the, its fullest sense all throughout history. So said said differently, if I know the Torah well, and we're talking about knowledge that transcends our knowledge, obviously, knowledge that transcends the, 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 the greatest sages and Torah giants that we have, Transcends their knowledge, transcends the knowledge of the greatest Makobal. You know, you have to be someone who knows the Torah well. All the aspects revealed, the mystical aspects, the Kabbalistic aspects, everything um, to the level of Avram Avinu and Adam Harishon. If you have full knowledge of the Torah, an understanding of how <clears throat> the world is created for the Torah to show up, you will understand as well the sequence of events, really the sequence of generations and the sequence 
and, and the 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 um, process and procedure of of world history that is necessary for all aspects and all different combinations and permutations of Torah ideas to be able to show up. Okay, that's that's a very complex idea and maybe a little bit of a deep idea. So everyone, take another sip of whatever beverage you have in front of you. I see some of us have caffeinated beverages, some of us have alcoholic beverages. Yes, not that we're alcoholics over here, but today is the yard site. Amen. The yard site of um, Yosel ben Avram, Hakain, I was told. Yes, Arthur Wiener's brother, Neshama Shav and Aliyah. So everyone take another sip of something. But um, the same way, all Torah concepts have to be revealed over here. All of Hashem's attributes and aspects and, and means of conducting his, himself also have to show up down here. That, that goes together with the Torah. It goes hand in hand with the Torah itself. The different means of HaKadosh Baruch Hu show up different ways in different places via the Torah itself. And the world is ultimately here to reveal the fullness, the oneness, the allness of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But that's going to come out through every aspect of the world being there to reveal another aspect of the Torah. And, and all of world events, all of world history from you know year zero to year 6,000 to reveal all aspects of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Hanhagas, all aspects of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Midas, how Hashem runs the world through the full range of world history, human history, and Jewish history. And to the extent that at, at the end of days and the, and the end of time, when Mashiach comes, we look back and we see how all those different Midas, all those different Hanhagas were really all coming from one source and one place, and that's Hashem Himself. They're all coming from the Torah itself, which is part and parcel with Hashem's essence itself. So again, to, to, to just boil this complex idea down, try to try to to its essence, try to boil it down to its essence. World history is here to allow different attributes of Hakadosh Baruch Hu to be revealed. Different aspects of Hakadosh Baruch Hu's one is to be revealed, which parallel all the different aspects of the Torah itself. The different uh, um, interfaces the Rebbeinu Shalom set up to have. A, uh, a that 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 um, existence outside of himself, where he can project himself and where he can show up, which is called Torah. So that breaks down into different meters, into different attributes, and world history is here to allow different aspects of Hakadosh Baruch Hu to show up. So it's all linked together, and and it's they're also also ultimately coming from the Torah. So if I know how to examine and understand the Torah correctly, I can understand what the, that, that the, um, the progression of the different meters of Hashem showing up what that's going to look like. And therefore, automatically, by extension, what the leaders of that generation are going to look like and what the temptations and the trials and the tests of that generation are, are going to look like. And this is what was, so to speak, shown to Adam and shown to Avram Avinu from year zero to year 6,000 until Mashiach comes, um, the different Hanhagas, the different attributes of Hashem that are going to be more pronounced and more concentrated in each particular generation because that's coming from the revelation of Hashem himself which is coming from the Torah itself. Okay, so it can't be one conduct straight through or something that can randomly um, fluctuate back and forth. It's something that is 
able to be extrapolated from the Torah itself because it's, it's, it goes t- together with the Torah itself, this idea of all the full range of Hashem's Midas being revealed and, 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 and perhaps, again, flipping back and forth. Okay. V'chein. Bechol dor yesh kitzim, as says the Gain, moves on to another very, very, very big idea, famous idea, and this is really one of the sources for this idea. There's an idea that we know that every generation there's not one point and one time and one place that Mashiach can and will come. There are multiple, multiple and numerous points in time and, and history that were auspicious for Mashiach coming. And Mashiach could have come many, many, many times. And in fact, the guy tells us in every generation, every generation has a point in that generation that Mashiach can really come. And this taking all these ideas and, and taking it a step further. Let's see that in sign Vachin Bukhal Dor Yesh Kitzim Lufi Inin Hatshuva Vazhuyas Ham Yukadam Laisai Dor. Every generation has fixed points and fixed junctions and intervals within which we find auspicious times and auspicious situations and setups where that generation can bring Mashiach in that generation, including our generation. Our generation is no different. Every generation has this ability, and it has to do with Indian Hatshuva. Now, the guy gives us very clear guidance over here as to how what that looks like that this generation can pull off, bring Mashiach, has to do with that generation's Shuva, that generation's merits, and that generation's particular <coughs> um, makeup, what that generation looks like. In other words, the guy just said, Yes, Mashiach can come in every generation, and every generation has their potential Mashiach, and every generation has their ability to bring Mashiach. But no two generations will bring Mashiach the same way. This generation has their way of bringing Mashiach, and this generation has a different way of bringing Mashiach. And what does that have to do with that? It has to do with that particular generation's expectations and mission assignments. And yes, Avoida, which has to do with, which creates their particular teshuva, their particular repentance, what they have to do to bring Mashiach. And why does every dar, every generation have their particular unique tshuva, their particular unique avoida, their particular and unique way of bringing Mashiach, it has to do exactly what we said, it has to do with what the hanhaga of that generation is, what, what's the the midah, the, the characteristic of HaKadosh Baruch Hu that is more pronounced and more apparent in that generation, and what that generation will look like, their nature and their leaders, and that creates their expectation and their avoida to, as we said earlier, to utilize the midah in that generation and tap into it and, and, and use it properly. So again, if it's a generation that where there is a stronger aspect of din coming down from Hashem, Hashem's demanding nature, Hashem's exacting nature, so that can be used to bring Mashiach. How does that use to bring, to bring Mashiach? By the generation having more demands and more expectations of themselves. And if everyone does that, if the leaders make more demands and raise the bar for the generation, the generation rises to the occasion and they raise themselves through that meat of din, that, that's their avoid, that will bring Mashiach. If, chas they fail, then they're not going to bring Mashiach. If they take the din the, the, the opposite way, din can be used, can be misused and can be abused, it can be used to create strife, it can be used to create machloikas, it, it can be used to, to drive people apart, and that's, that's abusing din, it can be used to lead... Nations to war unnecessarily. That's abusing din, and that's not going to bring Mashiach. As interesting, you know, you do see uh, the guy saying all this is written into Torah also. In Torah itself, there's different 
um, you can you can extrapolate from the Torah itself the Han Hagas for every door. There are different, and, and this is this is a real thing. This is not a, um, you know a heretical thought at all. Rabbi Sai, it's it's uh, not that we're shy ever from sharing heretical thoughts. That's that's already been established a long time ago. Is the policy over here of uh, our little get-togethers in Somerset, Philadelphia? But but it's not a heretical thought that in different generations there's different aspects of Torah itself where this generation will shine. And, and sometimes there's different revelations of Torah, like a particular, a new approach, nuances in Torah that are here in this generation that weren't there in previous generations. And this is a known thing, like Reb Chaim Salavechik, Reb Chaim Alevi, Reb Chaim Brisker, he, 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 he innovated the, 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 um, the world of yeshivas. He brought, you know, he revolutionized um, he, he came in with, with new approaches, new methodologies, and that was, you know, is 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 um, today the, the way we learn yeshivas is really modeled after that was established by that. There was a turning point in the history of Kalaisal in terms of how, you know, the, the Tamidim and the yeshivas approach Gemara, how Russia Yeshiva would give shear, what the focus would be, how they would analyze. Um, it's clear that that door, you know, that the, the, the Torah from that door was, um, you know, this is was linked to a certain revelation of. Of Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and that is certainly linked to the um, to, to the meat of Hashem, the attributes of Hashem that were coming down that generation, and 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 um, you know that's what was appropriate for that for that particular generation, um, <clears throat> and that therefore that creates what the Torah is going to look like for um, for uh, for that generation. Um, It's interesting, you find also, you know, you start learning halacha and um, you see a trend, you see a trend, very, very interesting, that, that um, very often, you know, there's the way halacha is built is that it, it develops over generations. There will be like a psak from Shulchan Aruch and then there will be a Ramah, there will be a Maharshal, there will be a Shach, there will be a Taz, and there will be a few generations later, Prima Gautam and Mishnah Brura, and opinions develop and opinions um, um, come to the scene as to how we should apply the halacha, how, how, what the leaning of the halacha should be, and, and you do find, you do find that, again, this is not a heretical thought, it's very, it's, it goes hand in hand with what the guy is saying. Um, let's say the early Achreinim, the early Ashkenazish Achreinim that come right after the Mechaber, the Ramah, the Yamsha Shlomo, they lived through horrifying times in Jewish history. They really did. Uh, the, the pogroms that are going on in Europe, the bloodbaths, and that's a time of din. That's a lot, there's a lot of din in the world then. And you find that the, the, in general, there's a general trend that halacha takes on more chumras over there. You find that you know, in general, certain Nice Kalim that, that live in that era, in that point in history, they will say, you know, the, the Mechaber is a little bit too lenient for us. We, we want, you know, that we have to be a little more stringent in this area. There's other opinions that we should be taking into account, stringencies. You do find that more often than not, that does happen. And again, this is 
quite understandable with what the guy is telling us that if there's a door that the hanhog of that door is is din so we can use it to our adventure we can push the door we can raise the door look we can be a little bit more stringent we can be a little bit more um serious and mindful of all the opinions when it comes to practical halacha and let's try to be more on the safe side let's be more on the safe side let's let's not go with with the the biggest makel let's, let's find let's find uh a way to 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 keep this halacha in line with with the machmirim also, and that's a way again of accessing a mita of din that's coming down from shemaim and using it to raise a generation to build a generation to create more years shemaim, years chait to take term with a, with a more serious and a more earnest way. Um, yeah, so going back to the going over here, every door is tasked with what's the challenge of this generation what's the avoid of this generation and if we do that that's how we bring mashiach not necessarily to figure out why couldn't they bring it everyone asks well if the chavetz chaim couldn't bring mashiach how can i bring mashiach you know if if rabbi kiveger couldn't bring mashiach how, how can i bring mashiach if rabbi Aaron color couldn't bring mashiach how am i going to bring mashiach so th- that's that that's, that's a good question but it's a very bad question because the guy is giving us it, 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 a lot of answers to that you know every we got closer and closer and closer and closer they did a lot of work so we only have to do a little work they brought us all almost to the finish line we just have to cross the line okay that notwithstanding the best answer really is that door had their challenge that they needed to meet to bring Mashiach we have a different challenge every generation has an auspicious moment to, to unlock to be able to bring Mashiach for that generation and um, they had their task they had their avoider we have a different avoider the avoid of our generation is, is to have achtos, right? Perhaps. You know, we could theorize, we could speculate, but if our generation, if our job is to bring Klai's all together, so that, that's, a, that's what we'll work on, and if we can do that properly, yes, then yes, we can perhaps bring Mashiach because we have a, a different cha- task. Maybe the challenge of this one, you know, it's maybe a generation where, 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 where it's din, maybe that's a much harder challenge to reach, to use din properly, to channel din properly. But um, if the channel, challenge is achtos, is chesed, it's an easier challenge to meet. Etc. So, this is this idea of the Vilna Gain that in every generation there is a Shasa Kosher, there's an auspicious time that Mashiach can come, um, and it differs from generation to generation, and it has to do with the attribute of Hashem, which is more pronounced, more prominent, and more concentrated in that generation, and us using that properly and channeling it properly. Um, yes, there's one final thing over here, maybe that we'll, we'll, we'll save for tomorrow. The uh, concluding few lines and the concluding thoughts of the guys over here of the guy over here. Okay, we'll stop here for today, and, and everyone should have a, uh, a wonderful, blessed, and, and, and productive day.